0: Be sure to tune into Immigration with Tamina Watson this and every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Immigration attorney Tamina Watson founded Watson Immigration Law here in Seattle and is a frequent speaker, author, and blogger who has appeared in Forbes, CNN, The Seattle Times, and much, much more. On her new radio show, Tamina will take all your questions live on air. Plus, she will discuss and provide insight into the latest immigration news and issues, as well as talk with notable personalities who have impacted U.S. immigration laws or are notable immigrants themselves. Check out her new show, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Immigration with Tamina Watson on Desi 1250 a.m., radio that listens to you. Good morning, Seattle. This is Tamina Watson on Immigration with Tamina on Desi 1250 a.m., Today is Tuesday, November 15th, exactly a week after the election happened, and I would love to hear from you. Today is a show about you, so please call in. The phone number is 844-301-1250, 844 844- um, a reminder about this show, in case you're new to Desi 1250 AM, and thank you for joining us if you are new, this show is all about immigration law, immigration news updates, immigration um, I- information, people who are involved in immigration, information from immigrants themselves, anything about immigration, you will find out information from this show. But this show is for you. And if you have questions, comments, feedback, I would love to hear from you. And, you know, if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, you, I don't know about you, but it's been a bit of a difficult week for me. If you've been a regular listener, you absolutely know how much I have been wanting to see immigration reform, how much I've wanted to see um, improvements in the law. And how much I have worked hard to advocate for the issues that I care about, that I care about for my clients and the issues that matter for my clients. So needless to say, um, you know, the election is going to throw us into uh, a sidestep on what we think we can achieve, what we hoped that we would achieve. And if you are uh, somebody who signs up to my blog, you may have read my blog post yesterday. For anybody who hasn't signed up to my blog, I encourage you to do so. The website is www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com and there is a blog page. Please sign up so you can learn about immigration updates when I'm not on the show. And you can hear what's going on in the immigration world as well as what I'm doing. And the reason I mentioned the blog post from yesterday is because for about a year, almost a year, I had been volunteering with the Hillary Clinton campaign's immigration team. And, you know, I knew firsthand that Hillary Clinton and her team was gearing up towards keeping their promise of having immigration reform uh, introduced in the first hundred days of her time in the office had she been elected. So for about a year, maybe a little bit less, um, you know, I had joined uh, a handful of other lawyers that was especially invited to be on this team to talk about improvements that could be made to immigration laws. And for about a year, there were calls, there were memos, there there was research done, there were campaign emails, it was an exciting time because myself and anybody else that was included in this group, we all felt like we were contributing to the bigger picture and the goodness of America and to the future of immigration in this country that would have an impact for years to come. So the election, of course, has put a dampener on all of those hopes. And now we, ha- we are left with uncertainty. If you are just tuning in, this is Immigration with Tamina on Desi 1250 AM. Would love to hear your thoughts about election uh, and the post-election effects that you are feeling. The phone number at the studio is 844-301-1250. 844-301-1250. So, you know, you, we did have a panel discussion on Election Day itself, and I had um, some very good friends on the show, Joel Paget, an immigration lawyer in Seattle, as well as Rich Stoltz, the One America Executive Director. And for a little while, we do, did talk about what would happen if Trump, President-elect Trump, <laughs> would actually get elected. And you may recall, if you tuned into the show, that the first thing that would happen with a... A Trump administration would be enforcement. And if you have seen the news and been keeping up to date with what's going on, in fact, enforcement is top of the list. And you know, I finally took a moment to look at the Trump website about what his plans were going to be. And I'm going to read out the 10 point plan that was on the Trump website for the to put America first. Reminder about the phone number at the studio, it's 844-301-1250. That's 844-301-1250. So the 10-point plan is, number one, begin working on impenetrable physical wall on the southern border on day one. Now, this, of course, is still on the agenda. And if you've listened to the news in the last few days, there is still going to be a wall. Um, what we did hear on the news that par- partial um, fences could be erected instead of a wall. And who knows what will happen from that, whether there will, in fact, be a wall, whether there will be a fence. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. There is going to be a lot of cost of, involved. And if you are um, somebody who cares about immigration, you really do need to pay attention to these. Um, every, every, everything that he is going to be saying on immigration Number two, end, catch, and release. Under a Trump administration, anyone who illegally crosses the border will be detained until they are removed out of the country. Now that means currently uh, when somebody is crossing the border, particularly uh, from the Mexico-U.S. border, they are often deta- you know caught and then actually sent back immediately. It's called an expedited removal. Um, what the administration the new administration will try to do is essentially keep everyone detained have an actual removal order which will have to be done through a judge in a courtroom and then they will be sent out of the country the implication will be that they will not uh, they will have several bars against them if they if that happens number three move criminal aliens out day one in joint operations with local, state, and federal law enforcement. We will terminate the Obama administration's deadly non-enforcement policies that allow thousands of criminal aliens to freely roam our streets. Now, you may be asking, what does that really mean? Um, President Obama uh, appears in this, from what I just read to you, lenient. But in fact, he wasn't. Under President Obama, America has seen the highest numbers of deportation. And if you want to verify that, you can fact check that with various news reports on um, various uh, non-profit organizations. But what President-elect Trump will do is when anybody is um, in the criminal system, they will automatically be deported. Now, If you have listened to the news in the last few days, you will have heard that he has um, softened his stance a little bit. And this is he, I mean, President-elect Trump. Um, He had initially, during the the campaign, uh, had said he was going to deport all 11 million undocumented people. The softening stance is he would only initially um, deport people with criminal convictions. Now, we don't have details on that, um, whether people with certain criminal convictions or all criminal convictions. And as you may know, criminal convictions come in all um, degrees of seriousness. Some people are, uh, you know, convicted for protesting some people are convicted for minor crimes such as malicious mischief and which could be anything some people are convicted for assault and sometimes domestic violence leaves it's his word against her word and often you know the wrong person gets convicted we do not know what that means where will there be some criminal convictions that will be excluded so Again, sign up to my blog at www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com so that you can be updated to these news um, items as they come up. End sanctuary cities. Now, this means that there are a lot of states and cities can make their own um, decisions uh, that uh, reflect in their, uh, with their discretion. And federal laws cannot penetrate those. Now, Seattle is one of those sanctuary cities. New York is one of those. There are other cities that are sanctuary cities. And that means that uh, law enforcement will not cooperate with um, ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, to remove people. And what the Trump administration's, I'm not used to saying that word yet, (laughs) that phrase, um, what President-elect Trump will try to do and he has said that recently again that sanctuary cities will be penalized by not given federal funding so federal funding will be withheld Um, we are very lucky and fortunate to be living in seattle in washington state where we have tremendous leadership that looks out for minority groups and diversity and in the last few days Our our Seattle um, mayor, Ed Murray, had come out saying Seattle will remain a sanctuary city. And that is very, very important. This shows to our community that our leaders are going to protect us. Number five, immediately terminate President Obama's two illegal executive amnesties. All immigration laws will be enforced. We will triple the number of ICE agents. Anyone who enters the U.S. illegally is subject to deportation, and that is what it means to have laws and to have a country. Now, two illegal executive actions is what this document says. And what that means is in 2012, President Obama had uh, issued an executive action that, would, that asked um, uh, the people who are dreamers, um, dreamers who are essentially children who came to the U.S. and essentially have been here since they were at least under the age of 15 and they are essentially allowed to have work permission to stay in the U.S. and work legally. The age cap was 31, meaning anybody who applied for this would have to be under 31 at the time of application. In 2014, President Obama had uh, issued more executive actions on immigration, and as you may recall from the previous shows we've had on this issue, those were to remove the age cap from children who came here as uh, came here and are undocumented, and parents who have children who have who U.S. citizenship or green cards in the U.S. But as you may recall, the state of Texas had taken. Um, The administration to court and the case had gone all the way to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court had not made a decision on whether the um, This would be actionable So in effect even though President Obama had made executive actions uh, on uh, uh, The undocumented population Those did not go into effect So what this really means is still uncertain in my opinion. Um, So it seems that at least the DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrival, um, and uh, essentially that would be removed immediately. And I would ask you to go back and listen to our show. We had a show in which a DACA recipient talked about how it had changed her life and how much she is contributing to the American economy and to society uh, and how DACA has given her the opportunity to meet those potentials that she has, and to do more. So DACA is really a very important executive action that President Obama had taken, and it really has helped the economy. So if President-elect Trump is really somebody who crunches numbers and is, is a businessman, I think it is incumbent on us to prove the economic value that DACA recipients bring to America. Um, In terms of executive actions, there were many other items that were included, including the H-4EAD. Now, a lot of people in our community in the Desi 1250 area, Desi community, were able to use the H-4EAD um, a reminder of our number at the studio. It's eight four four three zero one one two five zero. Eight four four three zero one one two five zero. If you are an H four EAD holder, call us. Ask us questions. Um, So there are various items that were included in the executive action. And in the next few weeks, I will be dissecting all of those and analyzing which will be removed immediately and which will take a little bit of time to be removed. Anything that was issued with regulation will need to be removed by regulation. So not everything will go away immediately immediately. But they could go away. So it is very important that if you um, have been a beneficiary of any of the executive action items, contact me. Um, The website is www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com. You can also contact me at Desi 1250 AM by emailing contact at desi1250am.com. Um, So the number six bullet point here is suspend the issuance of visas to any place where adequate screening cannot occur until proven and effective vetting mechanisms can be put into place. Now, this is actually a very serious item for people from our community who are in our community. People from India, people from Pakistan, people people from Bangladesh, people from Nepal, um, Bhutan any any of our South Asian countries will actually be affected by this. Pakistan, Bangladesh particularly are vulnerable to um, this particular topic. So to remind you again, the bullet point says suspend issuance of visas to any place where adequate screening cannot occur. Now, it really means that they cannot, they do not believe the screening, the background checks that the embassies are conducting on people applying for visas. And visas can be anything from tourist visas to medical visas to humanitarian visas um, to actual work visas, Uh, H1Bs and Ls and Es and you name it, any visa is now at risk of not being issued. And people may actually be banned from coming to the U.S. And a reminder for you that, you know, earlier in the year, if you go back and listen to some of our shows, which are all actually archived on our website at www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com, on the page that is uh, titled Radio, and you will find some shows from our January, February, March um, episodes that focus on the restrictions that have been brought to visa waivers. And as you may recall, visa waivers are subject to extreme scrutiny now. If you have a dual citizenship from a country that includes Iran, Iraq, Sudan, um, and a number of others, uh, even if you have never lived there, never stepped foot in there, you are now subject to not being able to come here. Now, you as a listener are likely um, living here legally, hopefully, or, you know, however you're living here, but you may have family visiting from abroad, and they would have been subject to those restrictions on visa waivers. So the extreme scrutiny that is going to be descending on us will affect every one of our family members visiting us, but also If you have to renew your visa and have to go back to your home country, your visa may be at risk. Again, the website is www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com. You can sign up to the blog. You can email us at info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com with any of your concerns. The call-in number here at the studio is 844-301-1250. 844-301-1250. So number seven on the Trump immigration policy bullet point is ensure that other countries take their people back when we order them deported. Now, that's an interesting one. Um, How they will enforce something uh, on this issue is yet to be seen. A lot of foreign policy issues will come into place, I would think, and many others. And if you have listened to the news over the last few days, It will be interesting to see all the people that uh, will be in the administration because those could make or break relationships, particularly on this this bullet point. Number eight, ensure that a biometric entry-exit visa tracking system is fully implemented at all land, air and seaports. Now, if you, have, uh, if you are somebody who's not a citizen in this country and you're here on a green card or a work visa or tourist, you will know that you already have to do a biometric entry into the country. Your passport will be scanned. A photo will be taken of you. All 10 fingers will be scanned on a digital computer. And this process is already in place. I think what they're going to try to do is when you leave the country, there will be more um, procedures and protocols for it. You may recall my article that was published in the last few days, um, few weeks of the election uh, in the Seattle Globalist titled The Wall versus Bridges. And in that I had referred to a report in which um, it was discussed that the new face of undocumented people in the U.S. are not Mexicans anymore. The proportion is growing of people that enter legally and do not leave, and they overstay. And bullet point eight in Trump's immigration policy is really going to tackle that. Um, So that's number eight. Let's see what happens with those. Number nine, turn off the jobs and benefits magnet. Many immigrants come to the U.S. illegally in search of jobs, even though federal law prohibits the employment of of illegal immigrants. Um, And number 10, reform legal immigration to serve the best interests of America and its workers, keeping immigration levels within historic norms. There is a lot to think about within these 10 bullet points, and in the next few days and weeks, I'll be writing about those. But what is important is you how are you affected? Are you affected yet? Are you a DACA recipient? Um, Are you undocumented? Are you waiting uh, an application that is pending? How are you going to be affected? Some of the questions I've heard are really about how is my pending case going to be affected? Can my sibling who's now waiting in some far country uh, going to be able to come um, how are uh, how about some of these new rules that are pending for our desi community? Uh, the I-140 federal register um, policy that is pending for final comments, final rules, is going to come out any day now. And that was going to allow EADs, work authorizations for people um, in certain circumstances. Uh, That rule was also going to implement a very important uh, point for people in our Desi community that the I-140 would never be revoked And that is very important for our community for a number of different reasons. Um, Will these provisions prevail under a Trump administration? We don't know. So these things affect you and we need to know what your concerns are so that we can help you address those. So email me at info at um, WatsonImmigrationLaw.com, info at WatsonImmigrationLaw.com or contact at desi1250am.com, desi1250am.com. It's very, very important that everyone is now uh, aware, engaged, um, and also uh, talking to each other, understanding what the implications are. Do not be a a bystander in this. Um, In society, we are seeing a lot of hatred, um, a lot of crimes and violence. If you are watching some, if somebody is being attacked, whether verbally or physically, you know, stand up. This is the time that we all need to stand up um, and fight for ourselves, for our colleagues, for our friends, for every minority group that is now going to be affected. So um, I would ask you to, again, go to our blog. There are lots of things that are going on. If you're a DACA recipient, um, you may not be able to renew your application. If you have never filed for it, do not file for it now. Seek counsel from an immigration lawyer. If you're going to do um, advanced parole, best not to travel outside the country. The Northwest Immigrants Rights Project has a link of guidance on their website. I would ask you to go and visit that. That's nwirp.org and you'll find a lot more information. We will be here again very soon and look forward to hearing from you. This is Tamina on Desi 1250 AM signing out. Thank you so much and God bless.